When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the KSR Football Podcast, presented by our friends at Justice Dental. They got two locations, one on Blazer Parkway, one on Wellington Way in Lexington. Your one-stop shop for all your dental needs. Just give them a call at 859-543-0700. Schedule your appointment today. You don't want to talk to them on the phone, just send them a text message. Or visit them online at justicedental.com. Whatever you need, Doc Thompson, Doc Justice, they'll take care of you Uh they're simply the best. Customer service, number one. They're number one in your programs, number one in your hearts. Justice Dental. Visit them. Maybe not today. Maybe just schedule your appointments instead of showing up. But, Drew, I bet if they showed up, if you just showed up, they would say, oh, come on in. Well, show yeah. us your teeth. Yeah, that, that's how much they just love helping people. Look, I even keep my toothbrush head right here by my desk. So I'm always ready in case <laughs> I'm in a Justice Dental moment. Oh, love it, love it. That's Drew Franklin. He's Adam Luckett. I'm Nick Roush. And uh, Luckett, right now we are in an odd, unusual, uh, we're playing a waiting game with recruits, kind of big ones, right before fall camp begins. We're going to spend a lot of today's episode talking about fall camp. Freddie Maggard, he's out on vacation today, enjoying the Gulf Coast. Um, before we get into the waiting game, how do we think Freddie is spending his vacation on the Gulf Coast? Has he, is he... Going, going to Kroger still every day? Uh, I mean, I don't know that Freddie can have a day where he doesn't at least do one lap around Kroger. Even if he doesn't have to buy anything or need anything, he's just got to say hi to everyone. So I would say he, wherever he is, he has found the nearest Kroger and probably hit multiple on the way down. I bet they got fresh seafood there at the Gulf Coast one, too. He's been to, like, four Kroger reopenings, too, in the Louisville area in the last yes. two weeks or so. So I, I appreciate Freddie keeping up with this Kroger hustle. I bought some of those uh, he, his fizzy waters. I'm gonna try some out. I've never I've never had one of those them fizzy waters as he calls them. But uh, he talked about them so much that I, I had to buy a couple on my run today. So, the simple truth. He loves the simple truth fizzy waters. Absolutely. So I'm gonna give him a try. Hopefully he he's enjoying the food down there, enjoying some relaxation um, while we impatiently wait for recruits to make decisions. So we've got decision dates. Tomorrow's Jason Patterson, Luckett, and then we've got Friday is Stone Saunders. Yep. I think we should hear from Nigel Glover today, but, I mean, I just I, this is going to happen at the most inconvenient time, isn't it? <laughs> Steven Souls is another one. I'm supposed to announce at some point this week on a someone's podcast, not ours. So, yeah, I, I, with Glover, you know how the transfer recruitment's going, Nick. You could just – happen at any point you just kind of have to wait the other ones we at least ha- have an idea of when they are going to announce but yeah we're wait- we're playing the waiting game on Glover which looks like it's down to Kentucky and Michigan Patterson looks like it's down to Kentucky and Cincinnati I would say Kentucky's a heavy favorite probably for Souls and Stone Saunders and so we'll see how these four shake out 
Yeah, the um, the Niger Glover one's just unusual because typically you say something like, "Oh, well, he can't, he can't wait any like, he could decide any time." It's like, well, he, practice starts Wednesday, and he wants to be at practice on Wednesday wherever he goes. Ideally, you would think he would want to move on Tuesday, so he's not, you know, trying to find his cleats in the bottom of his boxes. I'm <laughs> I'm assuming that they they might have a little bit more convenient setup, but. Time's a ticking. He's got no time to waste. So even if he tells the schools today, what's the point in waiting for somebody to do a graphic or a video? Well, his stomach might hurt after eating that food up in Ann Arbor. Oh. Did you he see that food, Drew? Uh, no, I did not see the food in Ann Arbor. It, it looked – we have a thread up on the board. This is yes. now join KSR Plus for a whole dollar for the whole season. So do that. But, yeah, there's a thread on the board that shows the oh. food. It makes UK media food look like five-star yeah, dining. That's the first thing I thought wow. of. It's like, that's what they try to serve us sometimes. It was it was like a, a plain hot dog. I yeah. mean, I think somebody called it the Aramark uh, Hall of Fame. Special, yeah. Yeah, it was like chicken, chicken, the most plain. I mean, right. it made Jeff Ruby's chicken tenders look, you know, nice too. So, I mean, it was... So, um, did they have like the pulled pork where you don't know if it was the one from last week or they made a new batch or just kind of combined whatever they had? Yeah. The pulled that? pork that tastes like chicken? Probably. The, the, the hot dog was pulled straight out of the water. There's no doubt in my mind about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not even Bun- sure that thing was, boi- it was boiled all the way. How does that happen in 2023 when these kids want to be pampered everywhere they go? How does At a place like Michigan, how, how do they even do that? How do you because- drop the ball that bad? Because that weekend is the it's the dumbest waste of time ever, and people make this big deal about like, oh, we gotta have the beach ball, the pool party, the, blah, the blah, splash, blah, blah. yeah, the splash. splash bath. It's like this is like they're like, how much money do we have left in the recruiting budget? We'll like call it something to make this a weekend because it's a new sort of deal, and nobody wants to do it. That's the secret. Like it, it's none it, of these well, coaches want to do it. It's a jump start on your. Guys that are about to be juniors, right? So, like, this is a jump start on the 2025. It's a way to get them on campus before everything get hectic with high school seasons, with college seasons. It's just a way to get them on campus and start building those relationships. That's really what it's for. It's not necessarily for this 2024 class. I mean, a lot of that hay's in the barn. You know, yeah. you're, you're trying to close on your prospects. For now, a lot of these recruiting departments, you're looking ahead and you're starting to work on the next crop, and that's really what these are are for. Uh, I mean, these these big unofficial visits. These schools are getting fifty to hundred players there. That's a. I mean, <laughs> there was probably some funny business going on there for these unofficial <laughs> visit weekends. Uh, but you know, it, it's just how the game's played. So you you got to figure out if if you're at a competitive disadvantage if you're not doing that, or if you are, or, or if, you, if it puts you at a competitive advantage. But, yeah, it's a new it's a new end thing, for sure, having these kind of big kind of cookout, barbecue, pool party, whatever you want to call well, it. While they were entertaining uh, kids, I can tell you the Kentucky football coaches were raising money <laughs> for kids and probably entertaining the right people for the future of recruiting. I'll just say that. I, I don't know how one gets – um, I, I, I don't know how you get to the bourbon and cigar event, Drew, how, how folks are supposed to do that. But if I'm a Kentucky football fan, that's the one thing that I'm paying to go to. Whatever, whatever it costs, just it's worth it. Uh, 
when I got there, they were like, do you want us to log your credit card with your number? Because you were like a number. And they're like, so at the auction, in case you win, you know, it's already set up. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be winning any auctions with this crowd. So we can just bypass that step. A lot of money there, I would say, to get in. Got to buy one of those tables. You know, you're going to a big event where you can't just buy a ticket. You have to buy a table. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... So try try to get into one of those events. That 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 does well, but but like that. So that event is important for a variety of reasons. And you know what? You don't have to also have a big event to host recruits. Like we saw, Stephen Sills was on campus last week. Uh, the the Smith twins. I don't know. Have they moved into Lexington yet? They've been there two or three times in a week since transferring back to Corbin. So uh, Kentucky is still hosting players, including Nigel Glover. Where uh, look at I could. I don't want to date this too much because it literally could happen while we're on the air. But there's part of me that thinks – I feel like it's two, two brains, two, two lines of thinking for what Glover will do. I, I'll let you explain the Michigan line of thinking, but in the Kentucky line of thinking, it's Glover has a path to playing soon, and it's at the SEC level, and it's only two hours from his helm. Uh Kentucky is at a position of need. They don't have to do a bunch of funny business to make the scholarship count work. Uh, he can be in the rotation as LB2 at either Mike or Will this fall uh, and then compete for a starting position next fall. So that part of it makes sense to me as to why he would pick Kentucky. Explain why Michigan is a is a fit for Nigel Glover. I do, I do definitely think the path for playing time is probably clear in Lexington, but – Michigan is Michigan at the end of the day. They've been in their two-time defending Big Ten champs. They're a legit national title contender this year. They're just rolling, and they've had a lot of success here recently recruiting in Ohio. And so I think that is probably – that's just what you got to get over, what you're fighting here if you're Kentucky, uh, especially recruiting Ohio kids here with what Michigan is doing. It makes – recruiting these guys a lot lot tougher. You have to hope that we see what usually happens in some of these transfer recruitments is where common sense plays a bigger factor. Defined roles, defined openings, opportunities for playing time makes more sense. But at the same time, Nigel Glover is pretty much, I mean, he's a high schooler, essentially, right? I mean, he's he just ended his senior year in high school. I mean, he's going to be he hasn't had one freshman class. Well, I guess he took some classes at Northwestern, but he hasn't had a fall semester on a college campus yet. And so he's still fairly young. So we're going to have to see who who has the better pitch here. But I definitely think Kentucky has a strong selling point here. And we've got an opportunity, if you're Kentucky, to really kind of gain some ground on Michigan. We've talked about it, Nick, uh, multiple different mediums about how Michigan's kind of had Kentucky's number a little bit here the last cycle, cycle and a half. Well, now some things are developing where Kentucky can kind of stick it to uh, the old boys in blue up there in Ann Arbor with this one, Nigel Glover, potentially, and then the Smith Twins, as you've alluded to, that have visited UK's campus twice since transferring to Corbin, right down I-75, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like I think that is real, and I think it has a real shot to happen, and that that's a would be a huge deal if you could get some players like that because those are high caliber front seven prospects, all, all three of them: the Smith twins and Nigel Glover. The um, my biggest worry, though, Drew, is um, Nigel Glover might just be a nerd. 
I mean, he committed to a nerd school in Northwestern. Yeah. Michigan's a nerd school. Um, you know, sometimes you run into the eligibility stuff, but like, there's something about that. Like, you got to be different to commit to Northwestern in April, be a top 300 prospect, and stay committed to Northwestern for that long. And Michigan has that same sort of nerd cult vibe. And the nerds, they always they, they worry me when they get out of their lockers. Yeah, but I mean, we've had some nerds. Think of some of the nerds over the years. I, I this is this is kind of far back, but I had classes with Corey Peters, and that man would raise his hand, and class would go thirty minutes long because he was still asking questions. You know that you know the teacher's pet that does that. Those I'm people thinking, are the worst. I'm thinking you are a star <laughs> defensive lineman. You're supposed to not even be here. You're allowed to skip. Why are you here asking questions? So Corey Peters, great Kentucky football nerd. I'm sure mm. there's been others, and I bet maybe jo- Glover will be one of our nerds. I would I would maybe lump Josh Pascal into that. Josh Pascal. Yeah. Um, uh, your your boy. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Luke Fortner, big oh, nerd. Big nerd. nerd ever took, to play took, football. Took, took, took a lot of classes at UK. He took Not, more classes than snaps, and he played seven years of football. Like it's it's uh, how did that happen? So nerds can be successful here, but it, there is just something about that. Um, the Michigan Michigan man thing, I, I think, could be appealing to Nigel Glover. Um, hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. We'll find out soon enough. Can we can we just name some more nerds while we're at it? I, I kind of enjoyed like, that exercise. I feel yeah. weird calling these NFL brute uh, athletes nerds because they're definitely not nerds, but yeah. they have we have had some that have really hit the books harder than others. We named Albert, two Einstein, Albert Einstein was very good in Oppenheimer. For those who haven't seen it yet. Oh, was he good in a three technique too? Did he get off the ball, off the line of scrimmage? He uh, knew leverage. He understood yeah. angles and leverage. <laughs> oh, man. You know who was not a nerd was Max Duffy, which I think that's why he could stay on campus for so long is because he was the opposite of the nerd. Um, it's true. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other good ones. Oh, Morgan Newton went to take Morgan the LSAT Newton. instead of go to the football game. So, you know. <laughs> Looking back, maybe that wasn't the worst idea. <laughs> maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Um so this week it is the start of football season. Fall camp kicks off on Wednesday. Kentucky football media day is on Friday. <laughs> Kentucky football. I don't think so. <laughs> what is? What is? I mean, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> threw me off, Scott Gregory. Shout out Jordan Jones is a big old nerd. I don't. I would uh, not say that to um, his face. No, 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 not at all. Do y'all remember when Jordan Jones didn't answer a question at a press conference and Cash Daniel was like his oh mediator? Like, man, what a weird time that was. <laughs> I still see Jordan Jones around Lexington. I think he's a Fayette Countyan. Yeah, I think he's uh So don't call him a nerd. Seriously, do not call him a nerd. Please, for your own health. Um <laughs> But in addition to media day on Friday, we've got fan day on Saturday. And the best way to travel to fan day in style is by rocking your bird dog shorts, your bird dog polos, your bird dog tech gear hat. Bird dogs will keep you cool with their the, – the liner inside the shorts, it's comfortable, it's cool, it's breezy, it's fashionable. They're the most comfortable shorts in the business. We just got some fresh new swag from Bird Dogs. And when you order your Bird Dogs shorts and use promo code KSR at checkout or visit birddogs.com slash KSR, you're going to get one of these brand new fancy schmancy hats. And Drew, I like them because they fit around my big dome. Like, you know, they, they kind of form fit to it. And they're real cool. So on a hot day, like it most likely will be on Saturday morning, it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep you cool. going to keep you cool. 
I gotta tell you, this is the first time I put mine on because it showed up like 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. You're right. This is a good fit. It's got, nice. some, got, got some breathing in there too. It might be a golf hat. The the breathing is what's really important. Breathing breathable wear, no matter if it's shirts, shorts, pants, hats. Bird Dogs will hook you up ahead of this college football season. Just put in promo code KSR or visit birddogs.com slash KSR to get hooked up today to make sure you're ready to college football in style with Bird Dogs. Uh, but I, I, I don't want to overemphasize the fun that's going to be had on Saturday, but you, Kentucky Football Fan Day rocks. I, I love it. I, I hate that it's only practice four in shells. So we don't get full tackling or anything like it, but we still at least get shells. So they're buttoned up, seven on seven. It's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, it's just the first time that you're seeing really. You see spring, but that's not you know it ends and then you have to wait a long time. But you know when you go to fan day, that the season is just three four weeks away, whatever it is. So you know, like you can see the light at the end of the off season tunnel now. Like we're not far away from tailgating. And when you go to Kroger Field on Saturday or the facility, you go to the parking lot, there's going to be people have their shells, their tent shells set up mm-hmm. for, for their spots, for their tailgate spots. So that's how close we are. And it's it's coming, and it's, com- it's coming down the chimney pretty fast. So we're almost there. So that is, what, that is the best part, that you know it's close and that you get to go watch football. I mean, there's not much better than that. I've been paying attention since they've started this putting their tents out thing. They've never been out as early as they are right now. They're already out there. That cannot be within the rules, but I they mean, sent they sent an email out saying please do not <laughs> set up before whatever the date was. Pretty sure that date is in August. It is. <laughs> this this is a record by far for for putting them out way ahead of schedule. So, yeah, welcome to the SEC, baby. Yeah, you think Bama, Tennessee, you think those games have a little bit to do with that? Uh, maybe. maybe but those I, go I think on sale tomorrow, so I'm the, trying to buy a couple. Everybody, the leave Ball me a couple. State Cardinals don't come to town every year. <laughs> but uh, quietly though, that EKU crowd will probably be one of the better crowds of the year because a lot of people will come down. A lot yeah. of people don't go the week one because it's Labor Day weekend. If you go to the lake or whatever, second game, mid afternoon kick. A lot of people, a lot of Kentucky fans will come as EKU, and a lot of EKU people will drive up, and so that'll probably—I I mean, that could push close to the sellout, I would imagine. So, are we—we're not doing the autograph things anymore for Fan Day, though. That's, it wasn't—it wasn't listed as a as an it's activity. Kind of the, it's kind of the reason for going for a lot of people. I thought. I know the autographs. Yeah. yeah. Well, nil now. That's uh, true. Oh, come on, Fan Day. Give them a day. It's not going to cut into your pockets too hard. That's a good point. Whatever. But uh, 11 a.m. is when practice starts. It's about two hours, um, and you can start piling into the facility at 10 a.m. I liked a, a question we had on the KSR YouTube channel chat from Kyle Strange. If you had to pick right now, what side of the ball is stronger on our team, offense or defense? Pick one, Drew. Stake your flag into the ground. I, You know, I was – 
A couple weeks ago, I would have said defense, and I haven't lost confidence in defense. I'm just getting more and more excited about the offense because I think the line is going to do what they need to do to keep Leary alive, and I'm really buying into this Liam Cohen excitement. I know he's going to get the ball to the right people. No funny business. I know uh, Scangarello, he was a little too advanced, a little confusion. That's out the window. Cohen's just going to get the ball in the right places. So I lean offense, but I think it's going to be pretty balanced. I I'm not completely sold on my answer as offense. It does beg the question, too, Luckett. I think a lot of this comes down to what's the bigger question mark, cornerback or offensive tackle? And right now, might say offensive tackle. So, I, or no, might say cornerback. I, I, I don't know. I, where do you stand? <laughs> I'm, they, I, have, they have more, I would say, options at corner than they do tackle. True. So, if you play the lottery – your odds are you would hit on cornerback, cornerback before you would hit on tackle. Well, I'm playing the lottery and I need to win Mega Million, so <laughs> well, come on, come on. Can't help, can't help you there. But I think defensively, they just have a higher floor. I don't really think that's a controver- controversial statement. Um, since Brad White has been here, the offense has only been better than defense once, and that was when Cohen was here. Um, and even then, that year the defense won won them games early in the year. South Carolina, Florida, they don't win those games without the defense playing their tails off. So I think the floor is higher. I think, but the offense, you could tell me the offense has a higher ceiling than this defense. So I would, my pick would be on the defensive side of the ball, but it wouldn't surprise me if the offense has a better year. It's a great question, Kyle, and it's a great way to segue into our next topic, which is the topics that we're going to be talking about throughout fall camp, the storylines that we're going to be writing about, that we're going to be talking about on the KSR Football Podcast. So I wrote some of them down, but do we have any Do we have any ones in particular, maybe even on the sillier side, that might jump out that you're looking forward to, to hearing about this, this fall camp? I have a storyline that is uh... – not football related, and I think it already came across on our comments. But you know, if we're getting new jerseys, they got to tell us soon. And there's been leaked photos of jerseys. Are we, are new unis coming? That's a storyline I'm watching this week. Camp <laughs> starting. I mean, photo. Ask, don't ask uh, negative Nelly Nick Roush over here. That's true. He, he doesn't believe. I believe it when I see it. <laughs> okay, so new uniforms, new helmets. So media day is Friday. I mean, that's when they take their team photos. They're not going to take it in old uniforms. That's will right. we have, I didn't think about that. Will we have them by Friday? Let's just uh, – we've not, seen leaked pictures of what looks like a terrible uniform. I hope that's not it. Are we getting new ones? Not a chance in France. Not a <laughs> snowball's chance in hell. I told you. I, 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 I have no faith that they, they have redone the entire wardrobe. No faith at all. Sadly, I'm going to join you, even though I think it's due. And, uh, you know, we do the uniform thing for every sport every year. We have to. This year it felt like there was a chance, but I, I feel like it would have been done by now. It's, we're days away. I, I do think a lot of it, though, look, it is just they're going to – everybody in the SEC is going to have some sort of rebrand next year. So next year will be a big year for newness. Um, one thing that's not going to be new is it's going to be week – it's going to be like day 10, practice 12 of training camp. 
and Mark Stoops is going to go up to the podium, and he's going to be pissed off, and well, he's going to talk gonna... about all the the sorry ass effort and the entitled. <laughs> oh, and it's and it's going to be my favorite day of training camp. It is every single year. He just he just loves to come in and chew their asses out, and I love it. It's my. It, I was going to ask which scrimmage on which Saturday is it going to be the first scrimmage or the second scrimmage where he's all pissed off. See, and I don't know if it's if it's going to necessarily be the scrimmage or if it's going to be just a day at practice. It, well, I mean, in the I, spring, he gave – Oh. I, I don't know if I've ever heard him like that. It was I an mean, epic tongue lashing. Like, he almost – He was mad. He almost boy. had to hit the censor button. I thought he was going to mother F some people. Like, he was so mad. It was. Oh, yeah. That was great. So uh, was it, was it last year – was it last year the offense was so bad in the fan day and Levis was angry? Yes. Or, or am yes, I making yeah. that up? Yeah. So maybe maybe they'll give him a reason to. Hopefully not. But uh, last year that was the case. Cohen, I, I love when Cohen's much uh, – it's harder for him to bite his tongue. He's He kind of wears his emotions on his sleeves. So, like, there, there's probably going to be a day when the receivers are being receivers, right? And they're just like, <laughs> my my stuff don't stink. I can do whatever I want. And Cohen's going to rip their ass. So that those are always my favorite storylines because, like, they're not. You you got to take it for what it is, and that's not like an actual tongue lashing. It's more of to send a message to get their stuff together, and it's just a kind of a speed bump that you're naturally going to hit when you practice. I don't know what seventeen times in two weeks. Like they they just they're going to hit a wall. They're twenty two year olds. This is a this is a part of the growing process. Yeah, for me, it's the same every year. It's like, who is the surprise player? Last year, Josh Caddis. Mm-hmm. year before, Isaiah Cummings. David Bouvier, uh, pre-2018. Benny Snell, pre-2016. Every year, you have a player kind of rise up, and it's like, oh, wow. So that's, to me, who does, who does that end up being? Oh, what kind of candidates I mean, we do we have? Wondell Robinson calling Isaiah Cummings, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. That just happened oh, two yeah. years ago. <laughs> People forget that. Um, yeah, who? because you would think it's got to be a newcomer of sorts. Yeah. So, but who? It, well, it can't be Larry. It's got to be, like, I'm talking off the board. Yeah, yeah. probably like a Usually young. a freshman. Right, a young pass catcher or something like or that. Or the transfers, or, yeah. I think uh, I was convinced Fearby was like the best defensive player of all time for a couple practices when he first got here. They were talking about him like he was just a freak of nature. Yeah, who am I going to shoot my shot with here? I bet Shamar Porter just like catches yeah. one on somebody's head and then they're all like, yeah, and then he becomes the talk of the town. I think we could see it be one of the players in that deep running back room, whether Jamarian Wilcox, Demi Sumo Kong Bay. Yeah. One of those guys I could see defensively, Keyshawn Silver, I think, is a candidate after yeah. Mark Stoops gushed about him multiple times. Khalil Saunders, I would say, is a candidate. So, yeah, I, I definitely could see it coming from somewhere. Uh, it's just who It comes every year, but who is it going to be? I, could, I mean, we'll be finding out here soon. But. I'm going to speak one into existence. We're going to get – you know, we always get the video, and I'm a sucker for these. I always fall for them. But it's just a normal pass, but they slow it down in the air. Mm-hmm. They, and they make it look like yes. it's the most incredible play. We're going to have one to Anthony Brown out of Fan Day 
it's the ball's going to be like in the air for 30 seconds in so slow-mo and I'm going to I'm going to think he's going to win the Heisman cuz I always think those videos are so cool and I'm I'm speaking it into existence that it'll be him catching the Leary bomb in Fan Day. Oh, just like this one that we're seeing right here to Dane Key. There you go. See <laughs> yeah. there, there's all and I always think it's the coolest thing ever. Never now, forget Bryce Oliver had the best spring game I think of any <laughs> Kentucky player I've been following since I've been covering the team. And we never got anything out of that. So just one day doesn't necessarily. We need him to deliver. Mean, yeah, you need to follow up on that. It's also the hard knocks effect. Like when you're in training camp, you see right now NFL training camps are on growing. Right, right. So there's just highlights. Anytime you see a highlight, you're just, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh. this is incredible. See, Steven just dialed one up for us right there. They didn't even catch it, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever just because they slowed it down. Anthony Brown, he'll be the guy on Saturday. Yeah, We could also – I could see Maxwell Harrison having a couple of picks. He's got a, some ball yeah, hawk him and, traits. Him and Hardaway would be the two corners that I would categorize as candidates for this. Yeah, where they could they could come up. And Alex Safari, mm-hmm. I could see him getting some shine. Oh, man, it's got me so fired up. But we do need to – I mean, th- there are some storylines that, like, will come up that we're not looking forward to. But uh, let's just face it. you got to cross your fingers. Injuries are part of the game. Last year, the offensive line dealt with a bunch of minor injuries, and we spent the whole – it was just a shuffle. They were shuffling the deck the entire uh, preseason. Uh, we've had some significant ones. You know, Lane and Young was the most memorable, but there's – then plenty of preseason injuries. Staying healthy is very important. Availability is whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I'm I'm a little slow. What is it? Um, what, what's this? What's this? What's the saying? Availability is uh, an ability. Availability is that sounds good. Write that one down. Availability, <laughs> availability is, is an ability. Just stick with can't make the club in the tub, Nick. Yeah, see, that's the one I always go to, but. Um, Gosh, why can't I? I feel like a big dummy. I couldn't Availability is the best ability. There we go. There we go. Yes, staying healthy is imperative this spring. So let's keep our fingers crossed. Keep everybody healthy. Uh, and to to bring it back to that offensive line, I don't think we're going to hear a lick out of that. Anything specific out of that competition. We might get a little bit from the corners. I could see Stoops and Brad maybe praising somebody, maybe challenging somebody. I don't think we're hearing anything about an offensive line other than, well, they're doing good. They're, they're figuring everything out. If you go back to spring, I mean, it was mum on the right tackle spot. Yeah. I think we'll probably see something similar. Even it was it was even mum regarding Jagger Burton at center. Yeah. It was like, they oh, like yeah, acted like they center. didn't want it out, yeah. even though it was yeah. a very big deal that we were talking about. So I They think, did not keep that secret well. I think we'll get – Cohen will probably give – elaborate answer on just where they are offensive line and what they need to do. But after that, it's, Oh yeah. It's going to be, they're not saying anything (laughs) because it's going to be tight. But part of it is the natural day to day. People get better. People get worse and they don't want knee jerk reactions, but I mean, come on, we're fans. We like, we love knee jerk reactions. And I think the way they'll distract us is just, we'll get leaks of people who are doing awesome things at practice. We'll get leaks of, Devin Leary hit so and so for a forty yard bomb, and that will that will be the way that we um, that that'll hold our focus while we try to ask about right tackle, and they say nothing. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I need them to pump it up just a little bit to sell some tickets. So there's so much attention on that offensive line. Just give me a little positivity just to build up a little more excitement. Because if they, if they check those boxes, that's where I think the offense – I mean, obviously that's the issue. I mean, just lie to us. Tell us it's great. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't to, you don't have to get specific about who's where and who's winning battles. But tell me it's looking good so I don't have to worry about it for a month. You know what I'm noticing on these clips? A lot of guys that aren't on the team anymore. Uh, like D. Beckwith. D. Beckwith, <laughs> David Wallaball, Josh Jones. Yeah, you know, maybe for the better. Um, but that's – and that that's the other thing that I love about Fan Day 2 and Media Day. It's our first chance to do the um, – oh, that's his number. Oh, that's who that guy is. Uh, people forget Barry on Brown is number seven now. Yes. So, when you go to practice, Jatama Barry Brown. number four. Yeah. There's going to be some changes. There's going to be some new guys. Maybe we should run through the roster just to, to give some friendly reminders to people. I know yeah, that, there's, like. There's going to be a lot of kickers. They got a lot of them. A lot of snappers, a lot of kickers. I think they're still every, adding them quietly. Also, every year with the freshmen, we know them and we know what to expect, but you still, there's one guy you're always like, holy hell, who is that? Because they just yeah. completely surprise you when we're seeing them in person for the first time. Last That's, year, that was obviously Deion Walker, but there's been several others that just jump out right away. That's Shamar Porter this year. He took Barry on's number two, Nashville kid. He looks like a tight end playing receiver. He's enormous. Uh, Demi Sumo Karnbe keeping things easy for us and just taking Smoke's number. So, still got a zero out of the backfield. Nice and easy. Also, uh, I just noticed a couple highlights of guys catching the ball with their face mask and it landing on the ground. <laughs> so, let's not do much of that this year either. This Please. is not the promo video for That's UK football. That's what Spring's football. for, Drew. <laughs> tr- they're working on trick shots. Uh, Davin Rayner, he's this is going to be feel like a throwback because he's wearing one of DeAndre Square's numbers. He's going to he be is. 17, uh, lining up at inside linebacker. He'll be probably LB two there. Three. Uh, at Will three? I, I don't know how that works. Maybe swing so you can call him LB three. Uh, but they'll be handing out rosters at camp or at, at fan day on Saturday to make things easy for you. It's going to be an exciting time. We're going to be there. We'll have a rapid reaction for after that practice on Saturday. Lots of stuff coming out on the KSR YouTube channel. Plenty of videos. Mark Stoops' press conference on Friday. That starts at 10, I want to say. Like it? I yes. That sounds yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, so we get Stoops for 20 minutes, then Cohen and White for about 10. So, um, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's coming, got, Matt. It's almost here. We've got Matt still hooked, uh, even though he demands that I stop saying go cast, go Krogering. Can't stop, won't stop. But plenty of more, uh, plenty of more coming to the KSR YouTube channel. And as like it said, it's only a dollar for the month of August to join KSR Plus. Where we'll be sharing a lot of scoop we hear from the scrimmages, from the practices that we can't share publicly. So get in now, one dollar on KSR Plus right now. Um, but it's always free to subscribe to KSR on YouTube. Uh, sources say coming at you Tuesday night. We'll have 11 personnel on Wednesday. And look at I haven't got confirmation, but we might have an NFL quarterback on this week, which would be quite something. Joe Burrow. Heard it here first. <laughs> have you all heard who's on Listicuffs this week? <laughs> I, got I have. a couple big guests. I have, yes. You all, you all getting a big guest maybe? Them getting big guests? Big week. We're, we're cooking up the big guests, but uh, the big football guests. But I don't – I don't know how well that's going. Um, a lot of crickets from that front. So we're efforting, though, to to crank up the intensity of the effort uh, because it's preseason football time in the bluegrass. Football's almost here. We're going to be rocking and rolling. The helmets come on Wednesday. 
Things really crank up starting Friday and Saturday, and then it's full speed ahead, all gas, no brakes throughout the month of August until the ball is kicked off on Saturday, September 2nd. Cats versus Ball State at Kroger Field. Big shout-out to our friends at Justice Dental and Bird Dogs for getting the KSR Football Podcast on air. For Adam Luck and Drew Franklin, I'm going to go cook up some wonderful meats on the grill. Go Cats! And for our friend Mike, go Crow Green.